Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to today's regular scheduled podcast. Enjoy the breaking news and Nick and I rambling and ranting as usual. But tune in for later for a special podcast with our first ever guest where we cover UFC 252, winners and losers, and UEFA Champions League uh, quarterfinals that led to the semifinal matchups we've received. We also deep dive the NBA playoffs as it started today. Monday, August 17th, 2020. Hey, Room 303 listeners. Are you looking for a way to make every game day exciting, even when your favorite team isn't suiting up? Then Thrive Fantasy is the destination you're looking for. A -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app for player props. They have options for NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports. Guess what? They even take all the research out of it for you by only asking about top-tier athletes in their respective sports. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is, baby. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Build your lineup daily and earn all that moolah. For NFL, choose 10 out of 20 player prop options. NBA, MLB, PGA, and eSports, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options. With PGA having new contests each match day, Thursday, Friday, and so on. Still on the fence? Well, here's the nudge you need. Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. I'll repeat that. Promo code ROOM303. A $20 bonus. Thrive has awarded over $1.3 million in prizes since launch in 2018. What are you waiting for? To be up 28 to 3? Download Thrive Fantasy now and prop up today. Not all states qualify. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode, episode 22 of Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colomendis, and this is my co-host, Nicholas Moran. Ah, I got him again! (laughs) It, it, it It happens every time, god damn it. Uh, we have we have an amazing uh, podcast for you, and I feel like Jermaine every week we're bringing uh, new new and unique perspectives and uh, events and level ups in our podcasting life to the uh, to the room three hundred three faithful. Today, obviously, we're going to talk about UFC two fifty two. We're going to talk about the Champions League. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about how our NBA model is uh, was on route to its destination and is now crashing and burning. Uh, it's in shambles, that, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's, it is it is not working out right now. We were we were looking good. We were almost up twenty units. We were almost about to upgrade your budget size again, but now we're going to have to downgrade. But that'll that'll come a little bit later. And we have a great show because today, episode twenty two, as Jermaine mentioned, is our first guest who we will introduce later in the program Jermaine I'm super excited how about you dude you just did a whole lot of Hemingway foreshadowing we were just gonna drop the hammer on him with that what are you doing oh, no, giving away no, all no, the goods no 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 because no, I didn't easy. no 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 because I didn't say who the guest was Ooh. I didn't say when you came in basically I've, 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 I've laid little nuggets Ooh. you're just a terrible storyteller who doesn't you, know how to lay a nice little dig. did aren't you hear you, your run on sentence you just spoke for like two straight minutes aren't you a, aren't you like an editor of a comic book 
which by the way, which by the way, look it up. Immortal Asadi. So before I bury Jermaine, please look it up. It's going to be an awesome comic You're book. Still I'm talking. really excited about You're it. I'm talking, talking to the people. I'm talking also to the people, on Jermaine. this show. Jermaine. Jesus. I'm to the what I call a, it, I, I call, God, I call it doing a Jermaine. Bloviating. Shout out Stephen A. Stop. Stop. The pontification <laughs> of, of calamity <laughs> is acquiescence to the unification. My rotomontade. My rotomontade. <laughs> big, big oh, words. Was that, was, that, was, that, oh, was that supposed to be him or was that Shannon Sharp? Skill. <laughs> Skill. All right. So today's trivia question is, when was the last time there were no Spanish, Italian, or English teams in the UEFA Champions League semifinal? Bonus. Who were the teams? So what we're looking for, ladies and gentlemen, is the year. And the four teams that made the semifinal. This is th- this is the first time that Jermaine and I both know the answer to the trivia question, and I'm so excited to reveal these teams to you guys. It has showed how much European football has changed. By the way, this wasn't even called the Champions League back then. It was the European Cup. So that was 1991. Wow. We have a, we, we have what, a, are you, what are you doing? What do you mean? You, you just gave the answer away. Oh, well, there you go. So now what are the four teams? Oh, my God. You're a professional podcaster, he always likes well, to say. You. You're you. a bum. We, we are we're professional podcasters. We're moving on to, to Nick okay. talks out of his okay, mouth. So, well, that, well, there we go. There we go. We have our first entry. Nick talks out of his ass. <laughs> so, Nick talks out of his ass. He shouldn't reveal the trivia question. <laughs> Answer in the, first, in the first two minutes. You talked about you talked about foreshadowing. You're a terrible host. And remember, remember how we talked about remember how, we talked Nick talks, how Nick talks about his ass is like a pitcher in a game. That's like walking the first three batters and then giving up a grand slam. That's what <laughs> that's essentially what I just did. So uh, I think you just increased our blow rate, right? Oh yeah, the, yeah. That's that's we're we're that's a career high blow rate, and getting up into. Uh, coal territory, definitely. <laughs> Hall of not, Fame level, not, <laughs> not career, not career blow rate that Cole's rocking, but like single season blow rate. That's that's, <laughs> that's what we're looking at. We're gonna touch the record books. All right, I so- was I, I was gonna say we don't have anything for Nick talks out of his ass. We just have a little note, a little show note from last week, Jermaine. But uh, I fucking ruined that. So why don't you uh, why don't you uh, talk about Nick talks out of his ass now? <laughs> All right. So we reported last week on Thursday's show that releases on Friday of the signings of George Kittle and Travis Kelsey continue to bury the running backs even further because their holdouts did not work. And now we got tight ends getting running back money, but Travis Kelsey's contract details have been released. He signed a four year extension, bringing the total of remaining with the team to six for 57.25 million dollars and 28 mil guaranteed. So just to you young man, to you. Way to get that paper, brother. Way to get that paper. Did you say the contract like yet? I did, yeah. Yeah, I mean it it it, it adds to you and I obviously love executives on this program and it just it, it increases the streak of executives winning. They're they're at the table and, and they're just getting they're just getting blackjack after blackjack right now. Yeah, we noticed this trend, right? I noticed it brought it to your attention and we started talking about it. And it was they keep signing these guys two years out before it becomes a thing, before the market is set. They're getting ahead of it now. 
Well, and you also got to think in six years. I mean, Travis Kelsey's contract is going to look like. I mean, they made a they made a steal on him and Patrick Mahomes again, <laughs> two yeah, times, because, two times. Because they don't. Because these guys, unfortunately, I mean, don't realize their value to the organization. But these GMs are starting to plan a little bit, and they're saying, "Hey, we have Kelsey for the next two years, but what if we had him for the next six years? That would really shore up the tight end position." One thousand percent. We no longer check that box of. No worries. Yeah, go to the whiteboard, a uh, quarterback and tight end. Let's lock those up for a little bit, and then we don't need to draft those guys. In NFL news, we had some first-time news drop today. So the Washington football team named their new president, and it's actually the first African-American president of an NFL team ever. So he's already in the record books with Barack Obama. His name is go. Jason Wright. And boy, did he inherit a franchise. <laughs> Poor man. Jason, Jason, you don't even have a t- team a team name. Good luck. Good luck, my friend. Your mascot and team name are gone. Call us. I have, a, I have a question for you, Jermaine. Is this just Dan Snyder trying to do damage control on like level 1000 right now so that he doesn't have to sell the Washington Redskins? It's not that this dude's not qualified, though. No, no, no. I, I, I think he is qualified. And I think Washington probably would have signed him already because we're getting to the, the point where black executives will be hired. But I right. think Dan Snyder is just trying to avoid selling this. Yeah, I mean, he has he has the female attorney, right? She's come in to, to help him. It, she was announced, what, mere hours before that article dropped that buried their culture? As right? soon as that article dropped, that article also included that paragraph in there that all parties have been are no longer associated with the Washington football team. <laughs> and then he signed Ron Rivera, which, I mean, everyone should have ran out and signed him. So, but that's, so now he's got a, a Hispanic head coach and, and an African-American uh, president. He's got the female attorney. They have the female broadcaster that they brought in. Remember, she the new voice. So he's definitely, he's definitely, he's like, he's like trying to gather and curry all that favor in all these locations right now. Because oh, for sure, he. I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't want to sell the team either. So do what you got to do. Um. So yeah, they confirmed the Monday Night Football booth. It's no longer. It's no longer just. Um, speculation, rumor, speculation. They can they announced it. We previously covered it with Steve Levy, Lewis Riddick, and Brian Greasy. So we just wanted to say that it's confirmed now, and we're going to move on to the next and refer to our thoughts on that episode. What episode did we talk about that? Probably like episode that was a while back. I think it was episode 17, if I'm not mistaken. It was one of the last 21, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So the referees uh, were extended the opportunity to opt out, right? Just like the players were. Uh, So far, we have five on-field and two replay officials opting out of this season. So uh, I thought it would be a lot more. So I'm actually pretty surprised by that. It it really seems like, I mean, we talked about it in the NFL on a couple of the earlier episodes, but it kind of seems like a lot of these people are not – opting out and are, and are deciding to play. So I, I, I really hope that it's the, it's the people that actually fear for either their safety and in terms of the officials, because they're normally a little bit older or that they actually have close family members. That right. Yeah. Up. Right. Yeah. If one of those family members is, you know, uh, immunocompromised, you definitely don't want to be putting them at, at that risk. Sure. We talked so about, we, go uh, ahead. 
We talked about the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're actually they host the Texans in the opener September 11th or September 12th. Jesus, I can't even talk. September 10th. Sorry. And wow. they said they were going to have fans at Arrowhead, which is a big, big, big thing for the NFL this year. Now, yeah. 22% capacity, which roughly works out to like 16,000 fans, but it's fans. Yeah. So there was actually a pretty good ESPN article that went through and covered every single stadium's plan as of you know when it was released. So I think it was released about two and a half weeks ago. And they went through, and each stadium is going to be handling all their situations differently. And and but most of them were projected to have anywhere from ten to fourteen thousand fans in the stands. Like they still want to have people at the events, but it's going to be at very minimal capacity. It's going to be, you know, state dependent based on their rules and guidelines and things like that. So uh, stand by as more of that's more of that is announced. But as of now, there will be fans for the season or opener of Thursday night. This is also the Thursday where the chiefs get to their rings uh, for the first time. So should be, it's, it's great that the fans can actually be there for that to celebrate the ring that they've been waiting. I think this, the drought was, was 50 years for the chiefs to win a Super Bowl. And what's the, uh, I think the Chiefs have a run against the Texans right now. I think the Chiefs are on like a 76 unanswered point run against the Texans, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. So let's, let's see if they can keep that going. Let's, let's keep it going. It to 100. Hey, hey, Patty, if you're listening to Room 303, and we know you are, <clears throat> go ahead and don't let them score. We need you to run it up from the beginning. Throw no. like throw like five tutties to Mecole Hardman because I will be drafting them this year. Because <laughs> I we drafted him last year and I'm drafting this year. Pat, so we know ahead. you listen to this podcast, so just do what we say and fuck Bill O'Brien. So we have a very polarizing figure on this podcast. One quarterback, Alexander Bartholomew Smith. He's the goat. He's our generation's Jeff Garcia. <laughs> Is this middle name really Bartholomew? No, dude. I mean, Ezekiel. It's definitely Ezekiel. I made that whole thing up, dog. It's, it's just. Did you see how many kids he has? I would not be surprised if it's Bartholomew. <laughs> yeah, dude, that dude be that be popping him out, bro. Uh, he was cleared for football activity. So again, round of applause to that yeah. man. I, that man is wow. Seven, I can't Seventeen, he come 17 back. surgeries. Uh, coming back from an eerily similar hit to the one that ended Joe Theismann's career. I, I just, I, I have one thing, Jermaine. Big props to Alex Smith. I'm so glad that he's able to come back. Cleared for football activity, though. Did you see the video of him trying to juke his son shooting a champagne bottle on him? He does not look... And his son... Let me me clarify this for you guys. His son is not 6'4 and 320 pounds running a 4'6". Dog, he looked more stiff than Philip Rivers in the pocket, dog. Let's just hope... What is going on? That that because he was in the sliders, he didn't want to cut too bad because you know how sliders get. Let's just let's chalk it up to that. Oh, maybe man. maybe he maybe he maybe got the stiff leg brace out, so people are like starting to doubt him now. Okay, so we've we've covered Alex Smith. We don't know what's going on with that. It looks sus. I don't think he should be in that pocket, but we'll see. Also, if they play the Texans. Just don't suit up, dog, because J.J. Watt's coming for that other leg. <laughs> J.J. Watt tried to end it once. He's not going to miss again. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be like Thor, aim for the head. Oh, Jesus. I want to pause the podcast for just one second. 
Okay. Because this moment has been 17 freaking years in the making. Bum, 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 boom, bum, boom, bum, boom, bum, boom, Glory, glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Bulls are free. 17 years of chaos and ineptitude. God packs is fired. Jim Boylan's fired. My man, Arturos Casanovas, is coming in, and he's bringing us back to glory in the year that the last dance dropped, and the world is on fire. The Bulls are the one beacon of light. Chicago is free. We're coming for the ship, baby, in 2028. But we're coming. The, The rightful captain is back on the helm. Oh my God. I cannot express to you. I've been walking around. There's just this new shine over me. My my smile is further lighting up rooms. Nobody understands. So and they're, I'm they're hiring they're hiring excited. George Carl, right? Oh my God. Notorious racist George Carl. <laughs> Notorious racist. They have to. That's so, the only that's the only guy that makes sense in my book. So that I actually, oh, I actually or or uh Phil Jackson. I actually put my uh, five candidates together, right? Let's hear them. Based on some of the already rumors. I've, I've got Mark Jackson as my number one, right? Shout out Shay, a, a friend of the podcast who also thinks that I sh- we should get Mark Jackson. I got Kenny Atkinson. I, lo- <laughs> I got Kenny Atkinson, right? Who was unjustly, unjustly crucified by his own players and forced out in Brooklyn. Then I got Wes Unsell Jr., Right, just because his pop was Wes Unsell, that that'd be just that'd be tight as hell. And then I got Mike Brown, who got the shaft by LeBron. He was did absolutely dirty. And then I got Ty Lue as another viable option. I really don't hope it's Ty Lue though, because I still can't get that Allen Iverson step over out of my head. I have, <laughs> I have a dark horse candidate. Uh, who's that? Michael Jordan current owner of the charlotte oh yeah yeah we know we know why michael jordan owns, we own no we know why he owns the hornets it's because that one player had that one good half against him dog because it's no it's because what's his knuckle the dude who used to be on the bulls talk shit to him so he bought the hornets and now he won't ever let them be good so he's just going to tell the league. He's going to be like, look, I'm going to go coach the Bulls for a while. I, the Hornets won't be good. And uh, and and we'll, we'll, we're going to see how it works. So, yeah, Michael Jordan is my pick. What, Another if, what, if, we, what if we brought in Vladi Divac? <laughs> I heard he's uh, looking well, for well, he has a job. <laughs> he has a job, and he's really, good at, he's really good coaching teams into the ground with playoff droughts, which the Bulls uh, – Bulls GMs have been uh, managed to do have managed to do. Whoa, for a we were in the playoffs a lot this this last decade, bro. Chill out with that. We've been watch, in the playoffs watch, more recently than the watch, Lakers. Watch how two words breaks Jermaine down. Derek Rose. <laughs> uh, hold on, hey, my mom's calling. I gotta go, guys. Oh, is she? <laughs> Jermaine's mom is ringing the dinner bell, and he's gotta go. Streetlights are off. Yeah, so the, I mean, so streetlights are on. <laughs> street are off. Jesus. So the Kings uh, fired Vladi Divac. How how lo- how uh, many years was he the GM? Two, right? No, Vladi Divac was the GM for since Demarcus Cousins were there. I think it was like six or seven years. Jeez, okay, yeah. Get I out. Buy that, I, 
I could look that up real quick, though. Go ahead and uh, bring up the next uh, bit of NBA. Yeah, so, the, so for the NBA, the 2020 Hall of Fame is set. Uh, the ceremony is set for May 13th through the 15th, right? That's the ceremony, the 13th through the 15th in 2021. Yes, yep, yep. Obviously, Duncan, Garnett, and Kobe are getting in. That's, uh, I, yeah. It, it'll be great to watch. It'll be the, it, I get, I see, I can't, I can't talk today. I'm too excited. What is going on? The, the ceremony is largely probably going to be based around a memoriam to Kobe, which as it should. Um, and it'll, it'll be great to watch, but it'll probably dredge up a couple of feelings that we've all shoved down deep into and deep under this rock of the NBA's back. So we'll, yeah, we'll see. How it goes. So Divach was the GM since 2015. Yeah. Okay. Get out. And then uh, NBA is actually uh, somehow helping solve the coronavirus crisis, which our politicians can't even do. The NBA is so red hot with all their decisions right now. They're so spot on with all their decisions. So WWE just just announced that they're going to move to the Amway Center and do virtual fans the same way the NBA is doing. Like everyone's taking all these notes from them. And now we're getting a saliva-based COVID test funded by the NBA. And it got emergency authorization from the FDA. So that means it's gonna be it's gonna be pushed into action here soon. So and it's supposed to be a swab with a quick turnaround. You know what? Really? They should just shut they should just shut up and play sports. Like what are they doing? Trying to change a nation for better? Shut up and play. You shut up God. and play sports. How many cops can you have? <laughs> These millionaires don't even care about us. Just shut up and put a ball in a hoop. Let's uh, touch on the all-NBA bubble team real quick. So, uh, obviously, the MVP is Dane Lillard, right? The dude balled. He scored over 40 points four times, right? No big deal. <laughs> the dude had four games. I mean, the, the last person to do it was, I don't know if you ever heard of him, Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Four, four games. Right, and he had over 200 points in those four games. That's outrageous. That's outrageous statistics. So then, the first team you've got Damian Lillard again, obviously James Harden, Luka Doncic, Devin Booker, and TJ Warren. Please don't guard me, Jimmy G. Right, and then you got. Yeah, then I have got, a, I have a question for you on the first team. Did did Luka Doncic really play that well to get first team? Bro, he, he, was, okay. putting, he was putting up like 35 and 20 and 10 triple doubles, dude. Well, I guess I'm the asshole, huh? Okay, moving on to second team. <laughs> you usually are, you usually are, so that makes sense. The oh, second team is this, uh, yeah. Uh, second team is Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard, Karis LeVert, Michael Porter Jr., and Kristaps Porzingis. I mean, I think it's going to be real awkward on the Mavs losing the first round with those uh, first and second team. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be real awkward. Be real awkward. Get, get us into these baseball headlines, Nick. What do we got? Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. Let me clear the throat here because there's gonna uh, be a baseball. For those of you listening, this is Nick's uh, episodic rant. He always has to have a rant, and then he tells me that need I rant. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Baseball just needs to be better. Look at what the NBA is doing. Baseball saliva-based COVID tests, and you don't even know how to how how to get the St. Louis Cardinals to play a baseball game. You can't even get the St. Louis Cardinals to play a baseball game. It was announced this week that Mets COO, Chief of Operations, hates 
billionaire Steve Cohen and wants to make him pay, and this is a direct quote, near double the next closest offer and wants A-Rod to buy the Mets. I Two love problems. everything. I love everything about that sentence, by the way. But go Two ahead. problems. Two problems. Two Nick problems here. One, why do you want A-Rod to buy the Mets? He's a Yankee. You don't want him to buy the Mets. That's that's just really that's just that's just that point one. Just that was, that was it. No, the second one is my is my meat and potatoes. You are the chief of operations for the New York Mets. The Mets stink. Of course you want to fire. Of course you hate billionaire Steve Cohen because he's a businessman who's going to come in and go. Our baseball operations aren't going too well. Maybe we should fire the head of baseball operations, the COO. And guess what? Steve Cohen is a billionaire. You want to be able to compete with the Yankees? You want to be able to sign these players, New York Mets? Well, guess what? Steve Cohen gives you that. Not a player group headed by A-Rod. If the Mets want to be good, this is just the Mets. This is the Mets in a nutshell. They refuse to let themselves be good. When you have a guy in an organization that stinks, saying he doesn't want to hire someone that's good for the organization, it should raise red flags all around. I don't don't agree with you at all. Well, that's too bad. You had your NBA fun. You had your NBA fun. It's time for my Mets rant, and I'm right. And the Mets stink. Derek Jeter bought the Marlins. It does not matter if he's a Yankee. A-Rod is going to buy the Mets. I don't understand why you're tripping over there. Derek Jeter bought the Marlins. I'm literally holding back rage right now. Bought the Marlins and sold every single one of their players for, for, a, for a vending machine refill. Yeah, and has them competing this year because it's because it's because they played like two games. It's easy no, to go. No, it's easy, no they have not. One hundred win percentage when they played two games. Oh my! Name goodness. me name me one player on the Marlins right now. I don't need to. I'm going to show you exactly, dubs, bro. Exactly. Dubs, bro. Zero dubs. players. Zero players. Dubs. I can't dubs. even name a player on the Marlins. Dubs, bro. Nine and six, third best record in the National League. Miss me. Miss Nine me, and bro. Six. Three games over 500. The National League stinks. Dude, what are you talking about? The The Cardinals are five and four. The National League stinks. The Mets should, (laughs) Steve Cohen should buy the Mets and fire this COO bump. In other news, Shane Bieber has 54 Ks through five starts. For those of you at home, that's over 10 Ks per start. It's tied for the third most all time in all of baseball history through five starts. And your boy has a Cy Young prop on him, so that's very good for me. But also Shane Bieber, keep keep lighting the uh, keep lighting the world on fire. He's almost he's almost striking out <clears throat> four innings a game. <laughs> like that's how outrageous that statistic is. Just to frame it, that is almost four innings of baseball a game. Well, here, I'll, I'll, striking I'll, out. I'll make it a little bit more ridiculous for people. To get a quality start, a pitcher needs to pitch five innings. <laughs> and he's striking out he's almost striking four out, innings. He's striking out four of them. <laughs> he's basically getting a quality start through strikeouts. Just strikeouts. Just, Just strikeouts. Strike them not touching the ball. <laughs> he's gonna, He's like, okay, I got to get three ground balls, two ground balls and a pop out. And they have a quality start. Similar to the NBA moving to allow family members to attend the bubble. The NHL is adopting a like model system where the, starting with the conference finals, the four remaining teams are going to be able to have family members come and visit, which is fantastic. I think that's great. 
but that's really all the hockey news we got. We'll probably start getting a little deeper in the weeds on the next episode when we have some teams eliminated. Maybe we have a matchup set for the second round and we start highlighting some of the ridiculous play that's happening right now. Like the Colorado Avalanche forwards just shredding everyone. Tuka Rask, right? Tuka Rask just swerved the Bruins and decided to opt out. And then the Bruins backup goalie said, oh, it's a backup goalie in the playoffs. I th- I'll be fine. Just, yeah. I'll, I'll just win a Stanley Cup. It'll be fine. Historically speaking, that's Cup. That's maybe, cup maybe that's so. something to look at for next episode. For that NHL episode, let's, let's highlight the goalies, the young goalies that have won Stanley Cups. Because there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there is. I, I can think off the top of my head, Cam Ward, Patrick Waugh. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, the the dude for the St. Louis, the dude for the bl- the Blues yesterday or last year, Bennington, oh, yeah. Jordan Bennington. Yeah, Bennington. He played lights hell last year too. Eddie Eddie Broder. <laughs> We've got some uh, NCAA news, right? Some some more flagrant NCAA news because it seems like they are just as bad as the MLB right now. Uh, Justin Fields, starting quarterback, actually, actually pays their players. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, yeah okay i thought you were gonna laugh a little bit longer you go starting quarterback for the ohio state university is the 2020 or 2021 buckeyes <laughs> who knows who knows he's amassed a petition already of fifteen thousand signatures to allow players slash teams to make their own decision wow what a novel concept for somebody to make their own decision huh rejected <laughs> there's no way this passes this will literally go against what 120 years of the of the national collegiate athletic association and their decision yeah. i no, think mark, mark, historically mark emirate looks at this and goes one of my top players in my sport using social media and galvanizing players and teams to make a decision and it all makes sense and it checks out <laughs> nope that's Brutal. the other that's the other thing is the parents of the student athletes that had their season unjustifiably canceled um, are hot because this is NCAA stinks. First of all, cause they don't pay anyone and they stink cause they have no leadership and they stink cause they're historically on the wrong side of everything. And they stink cause the Supreme court has to make decisions for them. And they stink cause senators have to get a bill for them and they stink. And now these parents. You guys should pick up on that. We we really love the NCAA here on Podcast Room Three Hundred Three. We really don't have any strong opinions. These parents are upset because these kids who are using this to get just an inkling of coverage to be able to potentially earn millions of dollars playing this sport of choice are no longer being afforded that right. And it's and it's not the Justin Fields and it's not the Taylor Lawrence's because they have enough. They'll, they'll they'll go and they'll get they'll get drafted in the top ten. And if they don't, they'll get they'll have a chip on their shoulder and then they'll be but they'll be fine ultimately. Yeah, and then they'll be Aaron Rodgers two point Like they're gonna they're it. But it's it's the it's the players like that get drafted in the third round. It's the Zach Bonds. It's the Andy Troutmans. It's the uh, James Proch, the wide receiver for Baltimore, who got drafted in the sixth. You know what I mean? It's it's Tommy Stevens, who the Saints traded up to draft in the seventh. Like it's those players who need to put tape together and are getting boned. Guys like Adam Thielen, who wouldn't if he hadn't had a senior year, probably wouldn't have set the uh, 
the uh, all-time career receiving yard record at Minnesota Duluth. This isn't just Division One athletes either. And also, there, there's an argument. I can definitely see the Big Ten parents because the ACC, the SEC, and the Big 12 are playing. So those kids now are going to get, what, 12 more games, 13 more games of highlight tape that scouts can go to. And scouts are going to be specifically focused on that. So if it comes down to a Wisconsin, like a Wisconsin guard right. or a Texas guard, well, right. I don't know what, the, what that Wisconsin guy has been doing, but I do have 13 games of footage on this Texas guy. So if it comes exactly. down, to, I'm choosing that Texas guy as a scout or as a GM. Exactly. And here's, here's the other thing right now. So many leagues are canceled. The one other thing that nobody's realizing is if you do play, everyone's watching you everyone so the the safety for tennessee that maybe most casual fans aren't watching now people are tuning in because they're one of only three games that day that are being played well also you got to consider the baltimore ravens i'm just just to choose a random team their mac scout their guy that scouted the mac guess what he's not he doesn't have a job anymore so guess what if you and now if you can, scouting the other ones, you can move that guy, move him to the SEC, have him double down on your SEC, your ACC, and your Big Twelve. Those aren't very big conferences, are they? They're not very. They don't right. produce a lot of NFL NFL talent and caliber. Nah, 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 no Heisman winners are from those conferences. No, not really. <laughs> what do you got for golf this week? So the Wyndham Championship finished up, and I was following on my on my drive back up the coast, the Eastern Seaboard this weekend, and we missed. Either Webb Simpson or Doc Redman by three strokes this weekend. Doc Redman ended up finishing third, and and Webb Simpson ended up finish, finishing fourth. So we hit one of our bets, but overall a loss on the day because two of our players didn't make the cut, and then one finished outside the top twenty. So next, the FedEx Cup playoff starts, and I think the Tour Championship is the next big event with the U.S. Open happening in, I believe, the fourth through the tenth of September, right? Uh, yeah, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Those, those are a lot of big days. That, that's a that's a huge range of dates. I don't think I got that right. Golf doesn't take six, six days. Six to eight. Yeah, I chose this. I chose a, <laughs> or I said I said four to four to four to ten. Yeah, so it's going to be the fourth to the the fourth to the uh, or the third to the sixth, I believe. Okay, that's, I was watching. I was watching. Uh, right, it's the tenth through the thirteenth. That's when the U.S. Open is the tenth to the thirteenth. So that's our biggest one. You'll probably see a couple of bets for the Tour Championship and the U.S. Open if if we like anybody. But Word. yeah, Luka Luka Doncic just got in a little scuffle with Marcus Morris, and and then Christoph Porzingis came over and just shoved him and caused an even more kerfuffle. But nobody really fights anymore. Came anything. over and said, "No fighting." <laughs> hey, fighting. hey, you don't touch my player. Don't touch Luka Doncic. Bro, Christoph Porzingis has the cleanest hard part in the game right now. <laughs> okay. It took me a second. I was like, what? Okay, so we've actually wrapped up our breaking news segment, right? So feel free to join in with us on, on this, and then we'll end up wrapping up the show's trivia answer and uh, you know the, the final wrap-up. Let's see. Look, there he's he is again. Right. He can't even move on to the vitamin cut him segment he started. All right, Jermaine. The vitamin cut him segment is brought to you by Jermaine Bloviation. Jermaine Bloviation. Get it at your local room, room 303 podcast. Oh, you stink. You stink. Use your words, you jamook. You chachi chacherson. All right, Jermaine. Take him through uh, the uh, whatever you were just doing. 
we actually have a pretty wonderful uh, final and cut him today, courtesy of UEFA Champions League. Um, underachieving, is, would you say that? That's been the, the theme of the Champions League this year, right? It's just top teams underachieving. Basically, well, yeah. Atletico Madrid fans were critical of Diego Simone's tactics, right? Similar to E when he buried him. He buried him at the beginning of the show when we're talking about Champions League. <laughs> so he thinks Diego Simone. 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 Yeah, he thinks he should be fined and cut, right? After their dismal performance versus RB 100%. Leipzig. But <laughs> their sporting director, right? Cerezo was disappointed with it. And he actually came out in support of his coach. I guess that's what you're supposed to do, but it's how he said it that really just, you know, uh, landed him in this territory, right? The prestigious model of fine and cut. He said, (laughs) he said, our coach is not untouchable. And many disagreed with him yesterday. He is the one who picks the teams. And if you don't like it, you can go and buy your own club, build your own team and choose your own 11. All right, let, all right. Let, last time I checked, Spain was not a communist country, right? Uh, and last I checked, the the book merchant, the street merchant in Real Madrid that follow or in Madrid that follows Atletico, uh, doesn't have enough money to start his own soccer club, then get it to the uh, Premier Division in La Liga, uh, and then qualify for the Champions League and make it to the quarterfinals. So, with that being said, he turns his interest towards his local football club. And when they don't perform well, he uses his right of free speech to express his disappointment that his team doesn't play well. And the sporting director, I guess, has a problem with people uh, burying him. Maybe you guys should win the Champions League. And then you'd be like, then you would have nothing to talk about. But you didn't do that. So people are going to be upset. Yeah, dude. I. <laughs> what do you well, got? I mean... <laughs> Listen, he's lost two Champions League finals. I don't think he's ever won La Liga. He's one of the highest paid coaches in soccer, has talent everywhere and can't produce. It doesn't sound it doesn't sound like he he should be there. I think the sporting director should listen to his fans because that's who that's who pays everybody's bills is the fans. Find them and cut them all. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, oh man, he did win La Liga. Okay, he won it though, once. Just let you know, they've been irrelevant. They've been to the finals, the UCL finals twice. They got blasted. They can't even beat their neighboring city team. It, it, it's, I mean, they sold Griezmann. It, the laundry list of problems this team has. The dude's overstayed his welcome. It's time to move on. Like that, I, I, okay, so maybe I can jump in on this one. That that sounds like a pretty decent resume. That they made two Champions Dog. League finals against different teams. <laughs> they they sold Antoine Griezmann for I'm looking it up right now, and he won La Liga with not Real now, and not. Listen, uh, uh, here's the other thing: he's finished in the top three of La Liga, like seven how, of the how, eight years he's coached. Do you know that Antoine Griezmann? Do you know that Antoine Griezmann has an eight hundred million dollar yeah. uh, buyout fee? Than ridiculous yeah they got they 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 paid atletico 107 million pounds for griezmann let me ask you something you're a Bayern fan 
Nick, how long before a Bayern coach doesn't perform yeah. before he gets fired? Six months? Well, I don't know. Is <laughs> if he he's German? not German. Exactly. I, then you, the, two these months. Clubs expect Champions League and 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 winning your league. It's expected when you're at a top five club in the world, but top I don't, ten club in the world. He, I don't, I don't, th- I don't think Atletico Madrid they is a top five club in the world. The money though. like they are. I, I think they're happy to be there. I think they're still in the happy to be there stage. And Holy and, cow, and two Champions League finals. Well, here, Jermaine, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll let you talk. Because I'm, I'm going to look up something. So he has two Champions League finals, two Europa League triumphs. He has a La Liga title and one Copa del Rey. And he's finished in the top three in the last eight campaigns. So what? What's, what's the I, premier trophy in soccer? What does every team who plays for a top four finisher in their league, what do they want? Yeah, but only one team gets that a year. I know. He, he, he gave it. them two opportunities. And he blew it. When when did he ta- when did he take over? Fourteen. Let me look that up. So they 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 won La Liga back to back. They won Liga back to back. They didn't won. They haven't won the Copa del Rey, but that doesn't really matter. No, it's two thousand eleven. He has won one Copa del Rey. Oh, and also, and also, part of this argument. Okay. Part of this argument on my. Oh yeah, he has. Clarify myself is 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 I don't like the style of soccer he plays. He. he he he's not progressive. Oh, okay. He we'll likes this ticky tacky. So let's sit back and oh. play defense for eighty nine minutes and hope we oh. get one counter. So it's more a comment on Spanish possession it's soccer boring. than it is on Diego Simeon and his or Simeon, however you pronounce it, and his and his management of Atletico Madrid. I think he. Yeah, I think he's been. I think he's a, a pretty decent coach. No, I'm going to disagree. Yeah. I think yeah. I think with the high player caliber players they have and the money they're spending, they got to move on from this kid. So if you if you go by UEFA's club coefficient rating, <laughs> which I have no idea what this means, they're second in the world behind Real in Madrid. In Spain or in the world? You said world. Mm. In the world, yeah. What is, like what, what's club coefficient? Liverpool? I have no idea. I mean, so you just get, you're just giving us stats for for nothing that we don't know about. I don't I don't even know about it. Let's see. Come on, be better, bro. What's going on here? Anyways, Diego Simeone, welcome to Find and Cut. We just got to make sure we get that out there. You've been fine. You've yeah, been cut. Oh, for sure. Uh, and well, more of the sporting director oh, actually, than anything. It's actually Cerezo more than than uh, Diego Simeone. Freaking chach. Enrique, President Enrique Cerezo, you've been fine and cut. Simone, I had to defend you, but hey, be better, bro. Two two UCL losses, that's no bueno. Yeah. It's it's definitely no bueno. Doug, are you gonna tell us what the club coefficient is or am I still stalling for more time? No, I don't I don't know what it is. I I, I went to the, the page. I went to I went to UEFA's page and it gave me no information about it, so just disregard that stat. They're second All in the right, world, so, it's a made up UEFA statistic. All right, so the trivia question. For the today was when was the last time there were no Spanish, Italian, or English teams in UCL <laughs> soccer? I speak the most Italian. And then who were the teams? So Nick foolishly and crumbly gave you 1991 already. So I mean, if you guys looked it up at the beginning, you probably knew the teams. Uh, go ahead and give them the teams, Nick. 
This this just this just shows me it wasn't even the Champions League anymore. Like I mentioned, it was the European Cup, and the teams were Bayern, shout out, sustained greatness, Red Star Belgrade, Spartak Moscow, and Marseille. 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 That's what it is. Jesus. My French is off. Sorry, everybody. So those that 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 shows you how far European soccer has come. That those were the four teams the last time there was no Spanish, Italian, or English teams. So I just want to touch back on that club coefficients thing. We got it's basically just the results of uh, the last five years you've been in the UEFA Champions League. So they they look at your last five years. That's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, they're second, and they're second. They're second, just like they finished when they get to the finals. I don't care what you guys say. Find them and cut them. But, but, uh, but, but they're all of all the teams in UEFA. Yeah, but but all these other teams that are losing are constantly revolving coaches. He's getting more chances than most people would get. He's the second best team in Europe. By your coefficient, he's the second best team in Europe. Find him and cut. No rhyme, no reason, no logic. Just find him and cut him. Let's move on. He's just not. This is his world, Nick. <laughs> That's right. That's your narrative. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up the first ever Room 303 Mega Podcast. Yeah, we're probably going to break the podcast into a, in, into two hour-long parts. That's probably how I see this going. It's been uh, two hours and 21 minutes. And, man, it has been a doozy of a ride, ladies and gentlemen. We thank you for joining us. Uh, and our first ever special guest, Eric Chantal Palma. Appreciate you guys, man. Shout out, Chantal. <laughs> he is a poor man's Alex Bartholomew Smith. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna do some debating after this, just Jermaine and I, uh, in our little separate phone calls, and we're gonna see if maybe we can have more guests on, and maybe if this becomes a regular thing with Eric. So, if this is the if this is the uh, one time out of many that you see Eric, we'll welcome Eric back. And if this is the last time you anyway. see him, well, good riddance, Eric. Appreciate you guys. Uh, it was fun having you on. Yeah, if this is the, if this is the last time you see Eric. Uh, He's been fined, and he's been <laughs> he's been fined and cut for <laughs> his athletic Stand by my words. But but as as always, guys, as always, guys, we appreciate you uh, downloading, commenting, letting us know what we're doing good, what we're doing bad. Uh, Nick talks out of his ass. We miss some, so keep letting us know. Keep following the Instagram. Keep following the Twitter. Uh, I hope I can from like the from the ashes of this of this uh model of our gambling model will rise a phoenix uh i i know i say this every podcast you but i am working on a baseball model it'll be here shortly um it is i have a baseball model i guess i can say that but i'm just not confident enough to put picks up so that's it what do you have for the people jermaine maybe we need to subscribe to that lack of confidence in our nba model we're getting crushed right now uh, that's what we get for betting the nets. <laughs> uh, all I've got is uh, thank you very much for following us as always. Please check out Thrive Fantasies app. Put out your lineups. Tag us in it. Tag them in it. Let us know what you think, what you like, what you dislike. As always, make sure you're just out there propping up 
Yeah, that's all I got for you. Follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at Podcast Room 303. And it is two hours and 24 minutes. Versatile Keys out. Hey, everybody. Have you ever watched a game and said to your buddies, I knew... Insert player name here. ...was going to do that? Alas, the sports gods have delivered us a solution. The Thrive Fantasy app. Thrive is a -a one-of-a-kind daily fantasy sports app specifically for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about top-tier athletes in the NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, or esports. For the NFL, you choose 10 out of 20 player prop options, and yes, even Falcons players are available. For fans of the NBA, MLB, or PGA and esports events, choose 5 out of 10 player prop options to complete your lineup. Thrive even offers new contests daily for each PGA event. Meaning, if your golfer doesn't make the cut, you'll still have a chance to win big. By this time, you should be asking, but Nick, how do I make money? Well, each prop has an associated over or under fantasy point total based on its likelihood to occur. But beware, the more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. By racking up the most points, you win the prize pool. And since launching in 2018, Thrive has paid out more than $1.3 million in prizes. So what are you waiting for? Use promo code ROOM303 when you sign up and receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. Yes, that's $20. And also, code ROOM303. Download Thrive Fantasy and prop up today. Not all states qualify.